in our church. Amen. So this is exciting things. Exciting things about what God is going to be doing today. Amen. And we praise God. Praise God for you today. Amen. So thank God for you today. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is a good God. Amen. He's a good God. And uh, we are excited about today. Today is the day that the Lord has made. And we re rejoice. Amen. To be here with the Lord this morning. Amen. So we praise God. Praise God to be here this morning. So we're going to be um, talking about some things this morning. We're going to continue in our study of 101 healing scriptures. Uh, since we started this study, uh, the Lord has healed my knee uh, completely. I'm no longer in any kind of pain. And for those of you that don't know what I went through, um, working as a diesel mechanic, I was putting a, a transmission in a diesel truck, a big truck, 18-wheelers is what I work on. And uh, this thing has a PTO um, pump and it has a hydraulic pump and the pto pump and hydraulic pump are actually connected with the hydraulic hoses going on it and everything and so i had disconnected this thing to, to drop this transmission and to uh, get it down and so i went to go put everything back up and uh, this pump is so heavy i had to use a transmission jack to get it up and to get it in place well i almost had it in place and i'm getting ready to put uh, the bolts back on it and all of a sudden it slips off of the transmission jack and hits me right on my left knee. It hurt so bad I actually thought I had, I had broke my leg or cracked my kneecap something. It was a terrible pain. I was in a lot of pain for about three weeks. And um, God began to, uh, you know, minister to me, you know, through all that. And I, we began the healing scriptures and I began to speak to my knee and lay hands on my knee. And uh, we began to, uh, you know, quote God's word over my knee. And I praise God today that my knee is healed. No more pain. And I uh, thank God uh, for his healing touch. And so while we've been going through this, I've been encouraging you to lay hands on yourself, wherever you're hurting at. Um, you know, if your back is hurting this morning, you can lay hands on your back. If your knees are hurting like mine did, you can lay hands on your knees. Or maybe you're suffering from a migraine or or maybe you're having some kind of a sinus issue or whatever it is. Uh, even COVID, you know, God can heal COVID. Amen. So whatever it is you're going through, just begin to lay hands on yourself right now. And we're going to pray and we're going to believe God for his uh, anointing uh, to heal you and to take away all your pain and agony and to give you peace. Father, in Jesus name, I thank you, Lord, for my listening audience this morning, wherever they are, whatever they're going through. And Father, I thank you today. The day is the day that you have made. And through your word and through your scriptures, God, we know that it is your will to heal us. You designed this body, created this body, and nobody knows what's wrong with this body better than you. Father, we ask you right now in the name of Jesus, as my listening audience is laying hands on themselves today, Lord, it's your anointing. You said in your word in James chapter 5, the call for the elders of the church, anointing with oil. You talked about laying hands on the sick in Mark chapter 16. And Father, as they lay hands on themselves right now, whoever's listening to me over the airwaves, God, Lord, we release your anointing of healing upon their body. And we know that by your stripes, Isaiah chapter 53, verse 4 and 5, 
by your stripes, the blood sacrifice that ran down Calvary's cross. We are healed. You paid the price for our healing. You paid the price, even if it was an injury, some kind of a wound from an injury, maybe a car wreck or whatever. God, you can heal that. You are you took our wounds, you took our iniquities, and by your stripes we are healed today. And I give you praise and honor and glory as you're relieving people's pain right now. Pain levels are decreasing and going away in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen and Amen. All right. Now let's I want you to turn your Bibles to the book of Psalms, chapter 20, 122. Um there's something here in Psalms 122 I want to start off with before we get into our healing scriptures this morning. I mean, you know that Israel is at war. That's right. Israel's at war with Hamas. Um, Hamas um, cowardly attacked uh, civilians in Israel, killing men, women, and children in their homes, gathering whole families together and executing them in their homes, uh, capturing, kidnapping uh, women and children and taking them across uh, the line to Gaza. Um, and so this is a, a horrific act on the act on, on part of Hamas. And so I want to turn you to your scriptures because right now in America and around the world, I'm shocked as I see protests happening um, in favor of Palestine, in favor of Hamas. And in favor of the brutal attack on Israel, it's uh, it's actually shocking to see this kind of evil being portrayed in in the in the world today. But in Psalms one twenty two, we're going to read the whole thing. Uh, just so it's just only nine verses. So turn there with me and read that with me. I was glad when they said unto me, "Let us go into the house of the Lord." Let me just stop right there and tell you, you need to be in the house of the Lord today. Today is Sunday. This is the Lord's Day. We celebrate on Sunday because He rose from the grave on a Sunday morning. So we celebrate on Sunday. You need to be in the house of the Lord today, giving God praise. Our feet shall stand in, within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Whether the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, unto the testimonies of Israel, to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. For there are set thrones of judgments, the thrones of the house of of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Verse 6. Listen to what this says, saints. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. If you love Jerusalem and you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, the scripture says that you will prosper. Anointing of prosperity will come to you. Peace within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces. What do we pray for Jerusalem? We pray for peace within the walls and prosperity within the palaces. For my brothers and companions' sake, I will now say, Peace be within thee. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek thy good. So here we are commanded in the book of Psalms to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And you have to remember that Israel is God's chosen people. And that land was given to Israel as an inheritance many thousands of years ago. The children of Abraham was given the land of Israel. That has always been their land. And um, you know, not to get into this political debate about who owns the land and who should live there. The Bible is clear. God gave the land to Israel. Now... Israel, um, 
is not trying to attack people. They are trying to live a peaceful life. But when they are attacked, they have a right to defend themselves. And so this is where we are in the world today. We are facing good versus evil. And it's not just in Israel, not just in Palestine. It is around the world, in our own government, in our own homeland. It is good versus evil. And I'm even sad to say it's even in the church house, good versus evil. So let's pray this morning. Join me in prayer as we pray for Israel, as we pray for Jerusalem. Heavenly Father, you've told us in your word that these are your chosen people, that you came, that Jesus Christ himself was born of the tribe of Israel, a Jewish man. And our King and our Savior is a Jewish man that died on that cross. And Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your people. We thank you, Lord, for the city of Jerusalem. And we're looking forward to a day that new Jerusalem will come down out of heaven, prepared as a bride for the groom, Lord, and that we will be there and that we will see this beautiful city. But Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem today. We pray for those that live there in Israel today, God, that you would give them peace, that you would give them safety we pray for the iron dome, the air defense system to be iron tight, God, and that there would be no glitches and it will not go down. And the operation of the technical side of things will continue to be there and defend the nation of Israel. Father, we pray for every person that was captive, every person, Lord, that was that's still alive, that was uh, that's being held prisoner today as a war prisoner in Gaza. God, we pray that Israel's soldiers will find them and rescue them. And Father, for the families that have already lost loved ones, the families, God, that has lost their children, their wives, some of them lost their husbands, God. Lord, it's the, the families that are in grieving right now, grieving over the loss of their loved ones. Holy Spirit, you're the only one that can comfort such a family. Nobody else can. I ask the Holy Spirit to go to wherever they are, go to their homes, and fill their homes with peace. Fill their homes with peace, Lord. And just like you blessed Job, God, bless them. Bless them like you blessed Job, God. After the devil was done with Job, you blessed him, and Lord, you prospered him, and you gave him peace. And we pray for the peace of Israel. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. In Jesus' name, and we ask you to bring this war to an end today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. So there you have it. We pray for the peace of Israel. Now let's go to our healing scriptures and continue on in our healing scriptures. <clears throat> Praise God for our healing scriptures. You might want to get an ink pen and a piece of paper because we're going to be going through scriptures uh, probably way too fast for you to be able to keep up in your Bible if you're just turning pages. So just write them down, and then you can go back over them and look at them um, later, okay? <clears throat> We're going to start with Matthew chapter 8 and verse 3. It says, I, I will be thou clean. I will be thou clean. God's will is to heal you, church. It's always been His will. People always question, well, if it's God's will, if it's God's will, it's always God's will. He died on the cross. He was beaten with the, the, the stripes, the 39 stripes on his back. It was his will then. It is his will today. He's paid the price. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. 
I took your infirmities. Think about it. The Lord has taken your infirmities. Matthew 8 and verse 17. Now this is written um, as a personal word to you as this is written, okay? I took your infirmities. I bore your sicknesses. The Lord has borne your sicknesses. He's already paid the price. Amen. If you were sick, you need a physician. I am the Lord, your physician. This is Matthew chapter 9 and verse 12. I am moved with compassion toward the sick, and I heal them. Matthew chapter 14 and verse 14. I heal all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases. Matthew chapter 4 verse 23. According to your faith, be it unto you. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 29. Now let's just stop right here and talk about what this just said. Jesus spoke and he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. This is so important because so many people think it's all up to God. It's all up to Jesus. Well, if if it's at the Lord's will, he'll heal me. And if it's not, he won't. Well, where's your faith in that? You cannot put your faith into any of that because you've got to have something solid to put faith into. And what that is, is called wishful hoping. Well, I I wishfully hope he heals me, but if he don't, you know, I guess it just wasn't his will. There's no faith in that. He said, according to your faith, you've got to have faith, faith that God will heal you, that God wants to heal you, that God can heal you, okay? We know that God can. Most people don't argue with that. But what they argue with is if it's God's will, and this is just a false doctrine that came down many years ago that, bought, that people have bought into because it's lazy faith. You don't have to exercise your faith for that. It's lazy faith uh, teaching. And we need to get away from that. Faith is works. Listen, you've got to put your faith to work for you. Faith will work. First of all, I teach my church that faith believes. Faith believes the Word of God, okay? And then faith speaks the Word of God. Faith speaks. So don't say something that's outside the Word of God. If you don't, like Mama used to say, if you ain't got something good to say, don't say nothing at all. Amen? Speak God's Word, even if you don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even if you are having a hard time believing what the Word of God says, speak it anyways. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Speak it out loud. Not just speak it silently in your mind. Speak it out loud that your physical ears can hear. Because when you speak the word of God, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's Romans 10, 17. Then faith will begin to build in your soul. Faith will begin to build. And as faith is building and gets stronger, then you can act on it. Okay? So you quote the Word of God, even if you're having a hard time believing it. Quote the Word of God, okay? So we know that God is able, and now you quote the Word of God. Activate your Word, amen? And let me tell you, it is always God's will to heal you, so settle that thing. It's God's will. So how do I get healed? By faith. Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. Are you activating your faith this morning? Do you have faith that everything's going to be all right? Okay? There's a new song out on the radio. I love this song, and I'm, I'm just itching for us to play it in the church and uh, get our band to do it. And it's called Everything's Going to Be All Right. I'm telling you, you've got to have faith to believe that. 
Just like that, that Shudamite woman, when she says, all is well. It wasn't well. Her son was dead at the house, okay? Her son had died. It wasn't well with her family. It wasn't well with her husband. He was heartbroken. He was grieving. It wasn't well with the servants. It wasn't well with the child. The child had died. But when the man of God sent the servant to her and said, is it well? She said, all is well. And when she got to the man of God, he said, woman, is it well? He said, she said, it is well. You got to have faith. Her faith is what brought her son back to life. It was her faith. What if she had just buried her son? What if she did not get uh, on her donkey and ride after the man of God? What if she had just stayed in that grief and just accepted the grief? What if she had just buried her son? Her son would have never came back to life. But because she said it is well, and she pursued God. See, well, she wasn't just pursuing the man of God. She was pursuing God. Are you pursuing God today, church? Are you pursuing God today? She pursued God, and she says it is well, and her faith was active. It was moving, man. Her faith was moving, okay? Her faith carried her all the way to the man of God, and the man of God got to her son and, and brought life. God moved and brought life back into that child and raised him up from the deathbed and gave him back to his mama. Oh, my Lord. Talking about some faith. Listen, be it unto you according to your faith. You know, I tell people all the time, and I usually preach this message around Christmas, that Mary, the mother of Jesus, when she was confronted by the angels, and they told her she was going to have a child. She said, be it unto me according to thy word. Church, that's where we need to be today. Be it unto me, O Heavenly Father. Be it unto me, Lord Jesus Christ. Be it unto me, Holy Spirit, according to thy word. That's where we need to be. That's where we need to be. Now, Zechariah, no. He's in, the, he's in the temple. He's performing his priestly duties. And when the angel told him that him and Elizabeth were going to have a child and that his name would be John, he doubted the word. He wanted a sign. Give me a proof. Give me signs and wonders. Show me a sign and wonder, you know? And that's where, that's where we're coming from. So, you know, we don't need that today. We don't need signs and wonders. We need to believe what God's word says. And so... Because of his unbelief, the angel had to shut his mouth. Had to shut his mouth. That wasn't punishment. No, that was actually mercy. Because if he had kept speaking doubt and unbelief, then John the Baptist would have never been born. But he had to shut his mouth so he could not speak doubt and unbelief and counsel the prophecy of God. So you can counsel the word of God in your life. You can counsel the prophecy of God in your life by speaking doubt and unbelief. That's why it's so important. This is why Jesus is saying, be it unto you according to your faith. And Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. That's where we need to be, church. That's where we need to be. So do you want healing today? Then be it unto you according to your faith, according to your word. Your mouth will speak. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the mouth, the heart will speak. My Lord, this is some good word this morning. I hope you're listening today. Mm. 
My Lord, this is some good stuff. Healing is the children's bread. Matthew chapter 15 and verse 26. Matthew chapter 15 verse 26. Matthew chapter 12 verse 15 says, I healed them all. <laughs> man, when they came to Jesus, there was nobody like it. He heals them all, man. Everybody who's got faith, everybody who comes to him in faith, he heals them all. But you got to come to him in faith. You got to come to him believing that he is the Messiah. He is the healer. He is the great physician. He is God Almighty. And when you come to him in faith, he heals them all. Mm. My Lord, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. Mark chapter 9 and verse 23. Let me read that again. If you can believe, if you can have faith, if you can activate your believing power. Ooh, man, man, that's a good one out there. Believing power. If you can activate your believing power, your faith, all things are possible to him that believe. All things are possible to him that believe. My goodness. Mark chapter 16, verse 18. When laying hands on you, you shall recover. Mark chapter 16, verse 18. When hands are laid on you, you shall recover. Listen, every Sunday... Every Sunday, without fail, I'm telling you, every Sunday, we get the anointing all out. We pray for the sick. Man, if you're sick, we encourage you. Come up front. Let us anoint you with oil. Let us pray over you. We have seen God heal cancer. We have seen God heal so many things. Listen, there's people in our church that should be dead today, but are not dead, but liveth because we laid hands on them. We anointed them with oil. And I know this might sound arrogant to you who don't understand faith, but it's the truth that Mark chapter 16 says, these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. James chapter 5 says, if there's any among you, there's not supposed to be sick among us. If there's any among you sick, let him call for the elders of the church. Let him anoint him with all. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. Oh, my Lord. And if he committed sins, they will be forgiven. Look at what the word of God says. Look at what the word of God says. So without fail, every altar call, I always bring the anointing all out and we pray for the sick. We pray for the sick. We pray for the sick and ain't even here. We get people healed and we're not even in the building. We have people come up for prayers called standing in the gap or standing in proxy. And they pray for people who are not even in the building and they get healed. I'm telling you, healing is still the children's bread today. It was not done away with. I rebuke that false prophecy, that false doctrine. It was not done away with when the last apostle died. We are still living in the book of Acts. Oh, my goodness. Man, that's that. Well, Wednesday night, you need to come. Wednesday night, we are studying the book of Acts. We are just, we just got done with the book of Romans. And man, we are, we are unfolding the book of Acts. And we are diving into it to see where the church began, how the church functioned, and who we're supposed to be today. And we are still writing the book of Acts today. The church is. Amen. The church is still writing the book of Acts today. So you need to come and be a part of our Wednesday night Bible study 
and get into God's word with us and get your faith strong in the word. Amen. Amen. My anointing heals the brokenhearted and delivers the captives, recovery of sight to the blind and sets at liberty those that are bruised. Luke chapter 4 verse 18 also, Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, and Isaiah 61, verse 1. Let me read that again. My anointing, Jesus' anointing, heals the brokenhearted, delivers the captives. Man, are you, are you captive? Are you in bondage to something today? Maybe you're in bondage to drugs and alcohol. You can be set free today in the name of Jesus. Recovery sight to the blind. Yes, physical sight, also the spiritual sight. Amen. And set at liberty those that are bruised. Amen. I'm telling you, bruised, that means set at liberty those that are wounded. Are you wounded? Mm. My goodness, you can be set free today. I heal all those who have need of healing. Luke chapter 9 and verse 11. I am come to destroy men's, I have not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Luke chapter 9 and verse 56. Behold, I give you authority over all the enemies, power, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. Listen to the words of the Messiah. Behold, I give you authority. Who's he talking to? Well, you know, preacher, he's only talking to the apostles. That's not what the word says. There's nothing in that writing that says he's only talking to the apostles. He's talking to the church. He's talking to you, the child of God. He says, behold, I give you authority. Mm, my Lord. I heard a word yesterday. Oh, boy, it was a good word. I heard a good word yesterday. And it says that you know, basically whatever you're going through in life today, you can either go through it or you can reign over it. <laughs> Ooh, you need to hear that. You can either go through what you're going through today or you can reign over it in the seat of Christ. Jesus is seated at the right hand of God, the throne of God, and the body of Christ is seated with him, not beside him, with him. He's given us authority authority. Look at what he says. I've given you authority. This is in Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. I've given you authority over all the enemy's power and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hurt you. Hurt you. Listen to what it says. My God, do you know who you are in Christ Jesus? He said, well, preacher, why are people still getting hurt today? Because they don't know who they are in Christ Jesus for one. They don't know. They don't pray. They don't activate their faith. They don't, they don't go to church to learn. They don't study their Bible. They think everything is just God's will. My Lord, if everything is God's will, then God's an evil God. This is not God's will. Everything is not God's will. The evil of the world is the devil's will. I'm telling you, we serve a good God, not an evil God, a good God that loves you, cherishes you, honors you, and wants to heal you. I'm telling you, God is a good God. He wants to heal you today. Mm. Sickness, oh, listen to this. Sickness is satanic bondage, and you ought to be loose today. Luke chapter 13 and verse 16. 
He's talking about the woman that was in bondage, and he asked the question, should not this woman, the child of Abraham, be set free, the daughter of Abraham, be set free today? Should she not be set free today who's in the bondage of Satan? Look at this. Sickness is a bondage of Satan, and you ought to be loose today. Luke chapter 13 and verse 16. Open up your Bibles and read. My Lord, we need to read, church. Read. Read. In me is life. In Jesus Christ's life. John chapter 1 verse 4. I am the bread of life. I give you life. John chapter 6 verse 33. The words I speak unto you are spirit and life. John chapter 6 and verse 63. If you're having a hard time today agreeing with what I'm saying for one, agreeing with what the Word of God says, if you're having, you're struggling, you say, man, I just, I just can't believe all that. Then listen, our words are spirit and they're life. You're in the flesh. You cannot, the flesh does not comprehend the Word of God. Only your soul, your spirit can comprehend the Word of God and you've got to push past the flesh, and you got to let your soul soak it in. You got to push past your education. Education will talk you out of God's goodness. Mm. And you got to get into your spirit. Let's begin to pray. We've only got about 30 seconds left, so let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you for a revelation of your healing power to the body of Christ today. Lord, a revelation of your word to the heal. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Just begin to manifest your presence. Whoever's listening to me and whoever's going to be listening on podcasts as we put this on podcasts later, those who are listening in the future, those who are listening to me live and those who are listening to me in the future, God, that your healing anointing be so fresh on this broadcast that it brings healing every time they hear it. Healing in the name of Jesus. Healing is our bread. It is the children's bread and we are your children and it is our food, it is our bread for nourishment of our bodies. And we thank you, Lord, for your healing, physical healing in our bodies, emotional healings in our minds, in our, oh, in our souls, those that are wounded spiritually. Healing is a children's bread. I thank you, Lord, for my listening audience. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to be strong in our service today at 11 o'clock. Lord, that you would just open up the word of life to us. And bless our preacher. Bless our preacher today. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. 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 All right. It is 9.30. You need to get dressed. And you need to come to the Bowden Church of God. Located at 1030 West College Street. Right here in Bowden, Georgia. At 11 a.m. this Sunday morning. You need to be here. And be in the presence of God. And come experience God. And come expecting God. My Lord, if you're sick, come, let us anoint you with oil. Let us pray over you. And according to your faith, so it will be. Love you. Bye-bye. See you soon.